Hello, everybody, and welcome to an episode of Impactful Conversations, a platform to educate and inspire. My name is Tafazwan Lovu, and thank you for tuning in to the show. On the show, I interview and speak to individuals who are making a difference in their world, individuals who have a different way of thinking and are forming as leaders in their respective fields. I do this on Instagram Live on my account, which you can give a follow at Tafanlovu, that's T-A-F-A-N-D-L-O-V-U, to catch the future episodes live. Anyway, wherever you're listening to this, I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. In today's episode, I'm joined by the zestful and inspiring Tabani Nsi. Tabani is a master's student studying civil engineering, a speaker, a musician, and an insightful leader and thinker. He's a Mandela Road Scholar for 2020 and a Global Youth Ambassador. We delve into the topics of purpose, slashing, and anthropogenic engineering. You, like me, will probably have to Google what slashing and anthropogenic engineering is. This is going to be a knowledge-filled episode, so I hope you grab a notebook for this one. I think you'll enjoy it. Tabani, <laughs> how are you? Good, thank you, brother. I'm good, I'm good. It's uh... I, think, I don't think a lot of people know this, but we actually haven't met in person, right? <laughs> dude, dude, it was literally a LinkedIn message, three-way message. I was like, how's it? You're like, how's it? Like, let's do this thing. And I'm like, let's That's go. it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's great to have you here, man. Thank you so much for uh, coming on to the show. How are you today? I'm good, brother. I've had a blessed day. Um, I've been looking forward to this. Super excited for the live. Mm. Um, so it's been a good day. Awesome. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a good weekend thus far. Um, quite rested. So yeah, really, really, really enjoying it, and quite excited for for our conversation tonight. So um, I think well, let's let's get to it, right? So you know, we 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 usually start off on the show um, with a bit of a brief introduction. Um, you know, so for everyone you know watching at the moment and listening afterwards, um, tell us who you are, where you're from. Where did you grow up? Um, what do you currently do? As well as what you're passionate about as well. Born and raised in East London, colonially known as East London, but I call yeah. it Hemonti. And yeah. spent about 18 years of my life there until I moved out to, to Stellenbosch University to do a civil engineering degree. And I always say I'm primarily a student of life. Um, and then I, I, I do civil engineering um, and what I'm passionate <laughs> about quite frankly and I'm going to talk about this a bit later um, yeah. is storytelling uh, but, you, but you'll understand a bit later why that is yeah yeah that's awesome that's awesome thanks so much for that introduction and um, so you know I, I've seen your your mantra so to speak um, on LinkedIn is to express not express not to impress but to impart Right. Oh, yeah. Incredibly powerful. Tell us a little bit more about that. I mean, where does that come from? Um, and how do you sort of apply that in your life? So look, as you, you just said, a mantra is like a, like a daily thing that you live by. It's sort of like this motto of some sort. Yeah. And so having the blessing of being blessed with so many skills, talents, and, and knowledge, express yeah. not to impress, but to impart is a reminder to not mismanage that yeah. and mm. to use that for the benefit of those around me, right? Mm. And on a daily basis, I constantly remind this. And it, it, it's like a golden thread through everything that I do. Mm. I, I think 
it's so easy to give into the noise of just sipping the Kool-Aid, you know, yeah, by what people say about you and you forget about the fact that you should be imparting and not just impressing. Um, yes. And so I want to encourage everyone at this point in time to take out notes because I'm yeah. going to be impressing yeah. knowledge. Um, this is, is going to be really good. Yeah. <laughs> Especially I think for, for anybody watching at the moment or if you're listening to the, to the podcast at this point in the, in the show, I, I would advise getting a notebook. This is going to be really, mm. really good. So I think, you know, and I really love what you say there. I think it's, it's about imparting knowledge and imparting principles and values that positively yeah. impact people's lives. Right. So I really, really love, love that, 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 that mantra, so to speak. Let's, let's, let's take a step back before we dive into purpose. Let, let's talk about yeah. you a little bit. Right. So let's, let's, let's understand Tavani the person. So, I mean, you've, I've, I've sort of read your, your bio, um, a little bit. So tell us about sort of your journey. What did you study at, at university? Um, mm. And what led you to study that? Um, tell us a little bit about your speaking, public speaking uh, career so far, as well as mm. what inspired you to do that. So let's talk about Tabani the person before we, we dive into the three principles that we're going to discuss today. Yeah, so so listen, I, as I said, grew up in Montana, born and raised in Montana. Mm. And I should say I traversed three environments. There mm. was home, which was a luxury in it. I'm yeah. for a large part of my life. And then there was Jolonma, which are the rules where my grandmother was. And then yeah. there was school where I was for most of the day. So I'm traversing these three environments and they're totally different in terms of yeah. what they offer, their values, their principles, and their way of being, right? Mm -hmm. And so I, I grew into an in-betweener, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, and so this was sort of my journey growing up. And I went to Stellenbosch in pursuit of a professional rugby career, actually. Wow, um, okay. And, in 2013, I was fortunate enough to be selected for the Junior Springboks, the SA Schools team. And mm -hmm. so I signed a, a contract with Western Province Rugby Union to go pursue this rugby career. Mm -hmm. And when I got there, I was like, man, this is not where I'm supposed to be. It's not what I'm, what yeah. I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. uh, but I already registered as a civil engineering student. And so by the blessings of God, man, everything came through. The bursaries for the academics came through. And I was able to forfeit awesome. that, that pursuit of that career. Um, and then I went on to study my, my four year, five year civil engineering program. Um, and currently mm -hmm. I'm now pursuing my master's in civil engineering. So that's a Amazing. bit about me, where I come from and what I'm currently doing. Um, and Amazing. speaking, so, so we have, yeah. Line, right. Um, just yeah. in terms of parting and, and, and just sharing and expressing. Mm. Mm -hmm. So we have something in common. We, we both played rugby in our former days. I'm quite curious. What position did you play in? In rugby dude most of my life i was uh, a flank eight man right this is from yeah. age five until like grade 10 11. in grade yeah. 11 i became a bit of a fan against a mass tanking season and i got moved <laughs> to prop and i think that was the best decision i ever made because i dominated you just imagine this yeah. freaking dynamic prop <laughs> weaving through <laughs> everyone stealing so it was it was it was and then i ended up at prop but when I come mm -hmm. back to rugby, I, I dabble um, in both positions, depending on how okay. big during that season. What position did you play? I played, I played prop in uh, primary school. Then, uh, so because I didn't know how to play any other position, right? 
and then oh, yeah. they transitioned to to hooker in grade eight, and you know the rest of they say is history. So come on, <laughs> having having to learn how to throw was kind of was kind of transition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, no, that's that's incredibly interesting, and I think um, it's important for us to you know tell tell a little bit about the story of, of your story um, before mm. we sort of go into the three the three principles. But let's dive yeah. into it. So let's let's now talk purpose, right? Um, yeah, and I want to now let's let's dive into to the topic of purpose. What do you understand your purpose to be, um, you yourself, and has that evolved over time? Has that been mm. something which you've which you've always known? I mean, I've found mm. personally that my my idea of my own purpose has evolved with time, but it's oh, around right. been around the sort of same central theme. But mm. as I've sort of grown, it's it's become a bit more refined. So I'm quite curious yeah. as to what you consider your purpose to be, and how it's grown with time. So, I my purpose is to inspire and edify those within my sphere of influence. Right? I love that. And love that. it hasn't been always it hasn't always been so well put. Mm. Um, as you said, yours evolved over time. Mine as well evolved over time, and mm. it's, it's 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 always been there. This is what I, I advocate for Pur- purpose, and we'll talk about this a bit later. Um, it's always been there. It's what I've yeah. always been doing. Um, but when I started engaging with it, I was able to articulate it and, and speak about it as yeah. I'm speaking about it. So there's two parts to this. There's the inspire, right? Mm-hmm. And there is the edification. So the inspiring is what's unintentional, right? Or yeah. as I put it, it was the world gift to me. This is the yeah. messaging I've been getting my whole life, right? Mm-hmm. That's probably the word I've heard being associated with me and what I do for the majority of my life. Man, you're so yeah. inspiring. You're such inspiration from everyone around me. So this is the, the gift that the world gave to me, right? Because mm-hmm. having purpose, because I said it's always been there, the world is like, listen, here's your purpose, right? My mm-hmm. gift, the world gift to me. And then the mm-hmm. edification part is my gift to the world, right? Yeah. Um, edification is a wonderful word. Its meaning is it's to morally and intellectually instruct for the benefit, right? So mm-hmm. whatever I do needs to contribute to the moral and intellectual development of people. So this is my gift to the world. After the world has given me a gift that, listen, you're actually inspirational. Whatever that means, whoever says that, I was like, I've been given a a specific sphere of influence and how I want to contribute to that sphere of influence is to edify. Um, So that's about my purpose. And the articulation of it is, is, it probably started happening two years ago, right? When you start listening to conversations from your cynics, from your Jay Shetty's, from from your Mal Robbins. Um, but I think it's always been there. It's always, it's always been in my DNA and it's, it's what I've always been doing, you know, yeah. in rugby, in music, in, in everything that I do. Mm. It's manifested. It's, 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 yeah. it's been a central part of your life. So I'm, I'm, I'm a bit curious as to, you know, so, so what, what sort of two or three key values do you think have formed part of your, your purpose? So what sort of, what are the cornerstone values and principles that, that come within that purpose to inspire and edify within your sphere of influence? What are the two or three key values that you think have, have driven that purpose along in your life? Look, the first one that jumps to mind is service. Mm. Um, Christian, I love and service is at the heart of everything that I do. I've been placed I on that. this earth to serve. I've been placed on this earth to, to just bring light, man. So service is at the center of it. And... Mm. 
another principle, I don't quite know if this is a principle or it's just a learning that I picked up along the way. I think we are all, let, let me state the fact, and this is when the, the, the notes and the, and the pens need to come out. We mm. are all qualified life changers. Ne? But yeah. the mere fact of you running to someone, speaking to them, they dedicate their energy, their attention, their time, or other things, right? By, yeah. But it's like if someone bumping into you, their life is changed, like forever. Yes. Um, yes. Scientifically, factually. And mm. so to try and maximize that little bit of time that you've been given to change someone's life and to, and to maximize your life-changing capacity, mm. um, I will live by that. And, and I think, again, back to my mantra, just expressing to impart, man, you know, just mm. to develop people um, intellectually and morally as, as my, earth and, and my gift to, to earth. Mm. So, I mean, in, in that journey of, of pursuing your, your, your purpose, what, what challenges have you sort of found in that sort of pursuit of, you know, pursuing that purpose of yours? And I could judge by the smile on your face that you, you, yeah. have, you got some knowledge to impart on us on this one. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, um, the biggest challenge, honestly, and, and this was a challenge very early on, and I think it, was, it affected me much more early on than it does today. Um, I got a lot of, you're not focused. You're all over the place, right? Um, and you, you, you're, you're distracted. It's like you're doing this and that and that and that and that and that and that. And that and you're doing too much. Yeah. Yeah. And this, and this was a challenge, right? Because mm. I think you trust the opinions and the views of the people around you. Trust. And this was coming from people that love you. And yes. I know they have no intention. It's just they'd seen a specific model. And I think just conformity, man. You know, we, we all want to travel the road that's being traveled. Yeah. And so this was an issue early on. And it comes up every now and then, right? Mm -hmm. um, in terms of uncertainty. That, so that's a personal challenge. But I think the minute I embraced that, listen, I've been given a whole set, a set of skills, right, and talents. Yeah. And there is no reason why I shouldn't pursue all of these things. And, yeah. and honestly, they weren't in the conversations that I was in with God, right? Because when he sends me, he's like, I want you to do this and that and that. You and go. That. That's um, it. Yeah. Mm. The unfortunate reality is that we, we judge, let me not say people, we judge people's capabilities and abilities based on our own capabilities and abilities. And That's so... True. So that, that was the challenge I faced, just being quoted mm. as all over the place, unfocused. Um, mm. But the minute I got my rhythm, I was like, ah, they'll see. And later mm. on, when things start, when the ball starts rolling, they're like, oh, we see now. We see how all of this thing threads together. Um, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the biggest challenge. I mean, you know, going through that process where you, you it's almost like a catchphrase, but, you know, you prove your doubt is wrong. And I'm sure yeah. in that process, you also prove your own doubt within your own self as well, right? I mean, you, you also have that sort of voice in yourself that says, but you know, what if, what if they're right about what they say, right? But until you get to that point where it starts working out, where you have the breakthrough moment, you know, the, the, it is quite a tough journey to walk, but yeah. I think there's incredible growth in that. I think there's so much growth in walking that step, that journey, you know, step by step. But so if, if if I say to you that, you know, what advice would you have to people who don't quite know um, their purpose? So, mm. you know, how, firstly, how do I find it? Right? Yeah. Um, so where do I find it? Is it, mm. is it what I love doing? Is it what I'm passionate about? How do I sort of find my purpose? Um, and what advice would you give them to pursue that purpose? What, yeah. what sort of advice would you give them on that? 
Look, um, before, before I answer this question, I really love the point that you're making about disproving your own self-doubt. Um, mm. I think you believe yourself. This is very important. You believe yourself. Um, whatever comes into yep. the outside, you internalize it and you believe it, it becomes who you are, right? So love just that. I mm. point that out. And also, efficacy is so important. I know results are very important. I've been blessed to get a lot of results over the years and it reaffirms mm. things that you're doing. So seek out not for results, um, but seek out for, for, for efficacy and, and affirmation, which also then links to what I talk about now, how people can find their purpose. I think, as, as I, I mentioned earlier, it's always been there, right? Your purpose is not something you find. I don't personally yeah. think. I think it's, it's, it's a matter of alignment and realignment, right? Um, Love that. And I think misalignment happens because of material things. I think seeking for approval and certain things that can become distractions, wanting to fit in, fame, fortune, mm. all of those external things that are not internally driven. And so I think to be in a space of realignment, to give us a practical tip, and this is something I did the other day. Mm. I reached out to my mom because I've been doing a skills inventory during this lockdown. Mm. lockdown period. Ask myself, what are my skills? What am I good at? What can I offer? Right? Mm. I reached out to my mom. I was like, what was I doing as a lighty? Ne? What were yeah. the things? What, what were my strengths? What made me the most happiest? What did I hate? What were my weaknesses? How did I interact with people? And so this little task, like it's short, man. You speak to your mom or guardian or your dad, whoever you, you're closest to, whoever has been around, was around for the most of your childhood. And they give you so many gifts and so many things my mom said, I noticed now. For instance, one of the things she said, she said, you always needed to have something in front of you, right? Yeah. You always had needed to have something to do. And that's true. You know, mm -hmm. like I'm constantly on something, constantly on something. Love that. Uh, and so that's a tip. And I think just introspection, man, you know, I think there's no right or wrong answer. And you are probably walking on your purpose. Just look back to the things that bring you fulfillment. Um, yeah. And this might sound very cliche, but just, and, and another thing I want to point out, just look, right? Um, mm. I have the saying that says, we're all prodigies at something, right? Absolutely. So in the million things that are in the world, we are all prodigies at that. So the more Love things that. you find, the closer you are at finding what's your prodigy at. Mm. Try things, try new things, and you'll find what gives you the most joy, what gives you the most fulfillment. Um, and, and that's exactly your purpose. That's awesome. And I mean, you know, I really love the sort of cornerstone part of, of what you're saying, which is that it's actually a process. It's not, you don't, you don't wake up and it's like, oh, my purpose is this. No, yeah. it's actually a process. And, you know, we all are refining our, pro our purpose each and every day of our lives in the way it manifests yeah. as well. So we're refining one, our purpose, and two, mm. how it manifests in our lives in the different yeah. areas, you know, whether it be back in school in your rugby days, whether it be, mm. you know, now in your speaking, studying, whatever you're up to, right? That mm. that purpose manifests itself. But as it sort of manifests itself in different fields, we 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 begin to refine that idea. So mm. the so the question which came from from one of our uh, Q and A's prior to this was around. Mm. You know, so how do you how do you keep focus on your purpose when things such things like money one yeah. and two expectations also come mm -hmm. around? So how do you how do you protect your purpose? That's that's the key word in that. So how, how do you mm. 
actually protect your purpose when things like money one and two expectations come around mm. look i let me first put out there that i'm an optimist like ridiculously um, yeah all at the end of the tunnel and so a part like a, a huge part of my life is just persistence right because mm. when i stopped rugby and i decided to pursue my studies and i stopped i didn't even play res rugby it was nothing i was done and so a lot of family members friends and, and loved ones were like what are you doing man like what's wrong yeah. with you You're good at this thing you were selected for the springbok squad like are you losing it like what's wrong with you yeah. um mm-hmm. you're losing the plot right and because of that innate belief and knowledge and persistence man you know um i was able to 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 stick to what i felt called to do and i think how to protect it is just listening ne yeah. um and my listening model is it starts with god above above mm. and beyond else primary i need to listen to him and see what he wants me to do that's my first that. point my second point of listening are loved ones right because i think when i'm when i'm misaligned god relates to the ones that i love and the ones mm-hmm. who advise i take dearly ones who's yeah. advice that I, i i i regard highly and so mm-hmm. i listen to them um as a secondary listening mechanism and then the third yeah. filter of listening is just the world and the universe right i think we get thrown so many um gems in humanity and society be it people or not your friends be it on tv they they just moments you know and these are not definitive mm. moments of ah, i've now found it i'm now moving <laughs> on <you> no know? um, <laughs> yeah keeps on popping out popping out but we need to listen for it we need to really okay. listen um mm. and all of this manifests itself in your heart and in your in your mind and your heart right Um, you get convictions and you can choose to follow them through um or just ignore them so i think when money comes and all of that stuff comes um and 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 you've attuned and you've listened because your purpose mm-hmm. can bring you money right it can bring you yeah. fame whatever but if if you listen man just listen keep and- aligned yeah mm-hmm. keep aligned so one of the questions we just had now in the live is um you know so says well thanks so much for your insight you know have you have you ever encountered failure and how did you mitigate um encountering failure so mm. quite a quite um, a deep question yeah it is, it is. <laughs> on a saturday um, night yeah i love that <laughs> dude, dude um so luckily i love absolutely love failure and i'll tell you why now in a bit mm. i think um affirmations are nice man you know like it's nice to be given a pat on the, on the back and to be given yeah. that thumbs up um yeah. but i genuinely think you learn more and you get refined more when you fail isn't it yeah um i remember early in my speaking because i was comfortable on stage i was a bit of a boss and you know show offy play when someone mm-hmm. said listen you're arrogant calm down you're here to serve that hit you know on my yeah. part that was failure right i was like i was supposed to come here and serve and, and and deliver value and i failed at that and so how i personally callous right myself to failure mm-hmm. i'll apply for about five opportunities every month religiously um, predominantly things that i'm not qualified for just mm-hmm. to understand to to understand that relationship between me and failure is not necessarily it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with me right yeah 
and this is not to say we must not listen when we're doing something wrong obviously be attuned to what's happening um yeah. but i see failure as it's just when it's mine it's mine um mm. and it's not aligned i'm not gonna get it you know yeah. um but a lot of this has to do with just being attuned and listening um and and this is not to say every opportunity that you don't get now chuck it away and say it's not mine um mm. but i think we do need to get into the mindset that failure and as as cliche as this may sound failure is really not a setback it's, it's just a learning curve you know to move yeah. forward yeah. um i've done yeah. this thing i save all my we regret to inform you and mm. dude if i could see that link there are about 80 something of those things you know mm. uh, and i love that because i'm, I'm, I'm going to print them one day and stack them up on a platform so big that i could freaking build a podium and speak behind my list of Love failures it. over the years you know what i mean like who needs a yeah. podium when you have failure right yeah. um, so embrace failure you're being refined mm -hmm. you're being pulled to to introspect um yeah yeah so that's how that's how i mitigate failure there's no avoiding it we all fail at a lot of things i probably fail more than speed mm -hmm. um but it's, it's just part of life man it's just part of life Hello. I really love that. I, I think that is so inspiring. I mean, just how you've, your perspective on that, um, to, to, to really see it as a positive step forward. So yeah. let's talk about something that you love. Um, tell uh, me about slashing. What is the slashing thing? I mean, when you, when you said this word to me a couple of weeks back, I was like, what is he talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> what this word means and then you sent me a and then you sent me a screenshot of the definition yeah. and i was like it's like he read my mind he knew how yeah. to the word and we're like i don't understand what that means i have no idea what yeah, it means. Dude. so, so Look, tell I... me about this principle of slashing what is it and and you know how how would you best describe it one and would you describe yourself as a slasher and why Mm. So slashing, I, I also just found out about slashing sometime this year. Um, so you're mm. not alone there. And anyone who doesn't know about <laughs> slashing, if you're not alone, it is a little bit better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but slashing is, is is basically, you know, that you get people. For let me not talk about me. Let me, let me, I am, for instance, a civil engineer slash mm. speaker slash mm. musician slash mm. poet slash yeah. artist. So, slashing is right having all of these quote-unquote occupations that you do and these fields of yeah. expertise right that that you that you deliver value mm -hmm. on in these platforms different platforms of expressing so that's basically what slashing is um some people connotate okay. it to being a workaholic always being on the roll always mm -hmm. being busy um which mm -hmm. needs to be controlled and maintained as well um and i as i said yeah. I, I am a slasher um, and, and this comes from that, that, that central purpose being to, to inspire and edify those within mm -hmm. and influence, then, then everything's set, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I could be a ballerina yeah. dude, and if I'm inspiring and I'm edifying, then I'm set, right? I could be, <laughs> so when I was a rugby player, yeah. um, when I was in the Stella Mobile, like everything that I do has got this golden thread. Um, and yeah, a slasher's life, you sort of assume all of these platforms at different times in your life. Sometimes I'm super inspired and I write a lot of poetry and I make up, yeah. um, like music and 
um, arrange songs and stuff like that. But there's some parts mm. of my life that that's just switched off, and I'm just academic, thesis writing, mm. research, civil engineering. And there's sometimes I'm super inspired to speak. I'm writing up speeches. I'm delivering speeches and stuff like yeah. that. So that's what is. Um, it's this model that you're not refined to one thing. And slashing has always existed. If you look at your Aristotle's um, and your earlier pioneers, these works were yeah. everything, right? Like I was reading yeah. some theological pieces from Isaac Newton. Isaac mm. Newton has some theological pieces, and this guy's a scientist. So it's always been amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I more embraced today. Mm. So uh, how do you how do you balance right pursuing success in different fields so i mean how do you balance you you go 100 percent um in in different fields how do you manage to balance that well i think we lost him just for a second just hold for him to come back but hopefully you guys are enjoying this so far okay tavani can you hear me got you yes sir <laughs> yeah did you did you get my question or can I repeat I, I my question? I missed that please, yeah. Okay, sure. No, no problem. I was saying, so how do you how do you balance um, pursuing success in mm. in different fields at the same time? So, you you what you're describing is you're going hundred percent success in field A, field B, field C at the same time. How do you balance that? How do you balance your focus? Um, you know to actually be able to pursue so many different things at the same time so as i said these these things are they happen at, at specific phases of my life right mm. and so when i do for instance a certain thing i'm super focused a hundred percent in that specific thing for that specific period in my life yeah. um so I, I try not to juggle too many things at once. I'm not doing this and that and that and that and that and that and that because I think that mm. could really make me lose focus. Um, but when, when I do something, I'm super focused, super in it, um, yeah. and, and dedicate all my time, energy, and effort in it. Right? And mm. I'll, I'll move out. It's almost like a house. You're in a specific room, and you do everything you need to do in that room. Let's say one room is a gym, one room yeah. is a painting studio, one room is a bed, right? I love that. Bed, Leap hard, yeah. Right? yeah. Wait, yeah. That's the it. Paint, yeah. Like you paint, 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 right? Ceaselessly. Mm -hmm. Um, and in, in the gym, you go in, right? Um, mm. but you don't bring a painting brush to the gym, you don't bring weights to the bedroom, you don't bring yeah. blankets to the painting room, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. And so, yeah. All of it is super focused at a specific point in time, but you're able to mm. focus on various things in specific periods of your life. So that's how I maintain that balance. I love that. So, so tell me, you yourself, how do you switch off? What do you do to, to rest? Um, you know, how do you manage your own sort of fatigue, stress? Um, you know, pursuing, pursuing success is no, it's no uh, easy business. How do you, how do you manage yeah. to, to rest? What do you do to switch off? What is that? What is yes? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, no, brother. Um, every week from Friday evening to Saturday evening, I take the Sabbath. Um, mm, and this is ceasing from everything, right? I literally mm -hmm. switch off and it's just me on the ringside 
on the corner and I'm just getting tips on how to get back into the ring. Right? So I, I take that time off and mm. very intentional with, with, with spending time outside of work that I do, right? So as much as I, I work hard and I'll be super focused, when it's time to cease from the work, I actually go all out, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like I become mm. a kid, I do become a child. Mm. Um, and my cousin and I the other day, we're freaking riding on trolleys, driving each other in the mall. Right? Uh, so I, 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 I give in and I, and I um, roll back and I don't work at all, try not to occupy my mind with yeah. that when I'm outside. So it's like, also when I'm in the rest mode, I'm super focused, super resting um, and, and zooming in on that aspect of my life. Mm-hmm. Someone says here, uh, Success knows no sleep. Eat, live, and breed success. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't encourage no sleeping. <laughs> We're, not encouraging that <laughs> We're not encouraging no sleeping. <laughs> but uh, no, I love that. I love that comment. Thank you so much for that comment. Um, so let's talk anthropogenic engineering. Um, Come on. Talk to me. Talk to me a little bit about this principle, and what mm. you understand it to be, and you know what you know how it applies to your life mm. so anthropogenic engineering is a term i i bumped into about two years ago mm. um, when i completed my civil engineering degree I, I i found myself in 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 the space where i was like i don't know it feels a bit too technical it feels a bit too restricted and it doesn't speak to people's needs so the mm. word anthro has to do with human relations and how humans live right Lovely. Anthropogenic is just a nice word you can throw in there for anthropogenic. <laughs> um, so anthropogenic engineering is engineering that speaks to the needs of people at the, at the very heart of them. So yeah. in civil engineering, we use what we call design manuals, right? These mm-hmm. are steps that have been taken in the past to design certain structures, certain buildings, certain systems. Yeah. And quite, they work, but a lot of them are outdated if they're not mm-hmm. essential, right? And so anthropogenic engineering is looking at your direct environment and how you can design for that environment. Love that. Love that. So, so oh, I think we just lost him again. Um, but while we get Tabani back, just to let you guys know, so I am seeing your questions. Thanks very much. Um, and we'll go through the questions, uh, some of them in between and some of them towards the end. But um, yeah, please do keep using the Q&A feature. But let's just give Tabani a moment quickly. I think he's going to rejoin. Okay, let's just give him a second. Just hang tight. But um, I am seeing some of your questions. Thanks so much. I'm seeing another two here around slashing um, as well as um, the skill of improving and talking as well as conversing and engaging with people as well. I love that. That's a really awesome question. We, we're going to go through that. Um, thanks so much. And any other questions that you guys do have, let, let me know. See, Tabani is back. All right, let's go. Basically part two. <laughs> yeah, love this. Okay, just give him a second. Connecting. Ah, you're back. 
I was, I was, I was telling people now we, we, we going for part two. So. <laughs> but um, while you were, while you were away, I was just uh, letting people know that they can ask their questions. Um, I was just letting people know that they can, they can send through questions in the Q and A. So I've already got two, mm. two or three questions already. I asked you the one, but we'll just go through some of the questions at the end of the of the discussion. Some of them around slashing, some of them around anthropogenic engineering, some of them around speaking. So we'll just quick fire go through all of the questions towards yeah. the end. But um, so we were talking anthropogenic engineering, and um, mm. you know, I was I was going to ask you around. So in an African context, right? Um, how do you see this as a solution based approach? Um, to, to the way we solve problems in Africa. What do you think that there's, there's space for it um, in sort of the way we, 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 we attack problems in Africa as, as a principle and how best do you think it can help us do that? So Africa, I would say is probably the best um, place to do this, right? Because yeah. we have been gifted with this, 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 this spirit of Ubuntu, and I want to explain this a bit more. Mm. Um, I think Africans, and in all the places that I've, that, I've, that I've traveled, right, I find that I'm most likely the most communal per person in the room. Yeah. Um, probably the most social, probably the most, the one that, that, that makes the quickest human connections and, and interactions, right? I think Africans are yeah. wildly. Um, emotionally intelligent and just attuned with humanity and, and humanity mm. genes. And so I think Africa is the best place to, to carry out something like anthropogenic engineering, right? With, with, for instance, with methods such as design thinking, um, which I saw you spoke about the other yeah. day. <laughs> shout out, shout out to out episode there. five. Love that. <laughs> Man. Um, Amazing, right? Yeah. So, because we're so attuned, because we're so attuned with humanity and, and the needs of humanity. Like, look at how our grandmothers do things, man. You know, yeah. um, mother had a refrigerator without having a refrigerator, you know? Yeah. She knows yeah. how tanks work. Um, like, things like a, a baby comes into life and she knows how to take care of a baby. Mm. Um, small things that we just know that come in, intuitively to us as Africans. So I think yeah. Af Africa is, is the best playing ground for 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 human-centered design. And it's where That's it's that. most needed. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, this is the best field. Love that. And so you, you spoke about Ubuntu um, briefly as well. How do you think the sort of two principles align? Um, are we talking one and the same thing? Um, and, you know, so you've obviously spoken about, you know, we have these sort of inherent values instilled in us as Africans, but how do you sort of think these two principles align already in, in, in an African context at the moment. So this is Ubuntu and anthropogenic engineering, eh? Yeah. Mm. Um, I think with Ubuntu, oh, with Ubuntu, I am, ne, through mm. you. Ne? Yes. Um, and through you, I find my being, my, my yes. business. Right? Mm. Um, and so in an anthropogenic engineering setting, the, the top principle is that design is too important to be left to the designers, right? So Oof, that. a that's really powerful. Is, mm. The building is too important to be left to the design of the, the builder because how are they going to um, address the needs of the mobility challenged, 
the disabled, how are they going to address the needs of so many people that walk through that building as mm. one man? Mm. So, this, so anthropogenic engineering is calling for design that is collaborative and Ubuntu by its pure nature is collaborative. I it's saying, I am I, I'm nothing without you. You're not I without love me. Um, I love and so it speaks about communality and just relations between people. So it removes this, this these unnecessary hierarchies and places yes. hierarchy competence rather than um, just unnecessary hierarchies, man. Yeah, mm. no, I love that. I really, really love that. So, and I can see you're getting a lot of love in the comments as well, which is awesome. <laughs> so let's let's go through some of the questions, right, that we have um, from, from the floor. Um, mm. So let's go back to slashing briefly. And the question mm. is around, you know, what advice do you have for someone who wants to start uh, a new slash, but is feeling a little bit scared to to do it. Go for it. Like <laughs> the question really makes me excited, man. Like, dude, we we are given plus minus hundred plus years, right? On maximum mm. to live on this yeah. earth. Yeah. And as I said, we are all prodigies at something. There's something yes. that you touch and you're gonna absolutely smash at it. Mm. so try try um earlier on i spoke about ballet dude if my daughter in the future is a ballerina i'm going to be a ballerina right? <laughs> i'm going to go love to that. ballet practice and kill it. If I become a professional mm -hmm. ballet that could be what i'm a prodigy in right yeah so yeah. just iterate try new things um and just don't limit yourself you know like life i don't want to say life is too short because because it is the longest thing you do but mm. like just do it you know you fail yeah. okay you try something you fail and mm. what happens in those instances is that they give you so much gems like you, you could find out that you're actually very good at a specific thing um while doing that when i discovered poetry it was because i was trying to rap right we all go to, to <laughs> those phases <laughs> you listen to Lil Wayne and you're like, I can't yeah, yeah. Um, So I was busy, busy writing rhymes, you thinking I'm a rapper. And then I yeah. realized that my, it's not rhythm and poetry, it's just poetry. So I'll stick to the poetry yeah. part. Um, but if I become a rapper one day, I'm a rapper, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so just try new things out. It's, it's, yeah, just try it out. <laughs> I love it. I love that. I love that. I hope that um, I'm sure that answers the question very nicely. So another question is, um, you know, how can how can a per person improve on the skill of talking and conversing as well as engaging with people? Um, that's a question to us both, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I'm going to let you take this one, and then I'll uh, I'll 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 try to top it off a little bit. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Oh, okay. um, look, voice note more. Right, I want to give practical tips now because I think yeah. you can go conceptual about this or you can go practical. Yeah, voice notes more, send okay. more voice notes, right? And a small tip about voice notes, and it's a challenge actually. Try in the voice note without saying goodbye. Yeah? Mm. I think this improves communication so much more because it doesn't confine the voice notes. You just send something, you just said something. Yeah, yeah. Note more, record yourself more. This is also a practical tip. Record mm. yourself and tell yourself speak. For you to know what things you do and where the shortcomings are, right? Yeah. I think when I work with people and they're speaking, I love, love, love a person that says, This is where I suck at, 
this is where I'm good at, right? Yeah. And I can also say, okay, I think also need work here, you need work there. But just test it out, speak to yourself in the mirror, um, voice note more, and record yourself speaking. Mm. And I think, um, so, so, so that, those are the practical things just to get training because you can only refine the art of speaking if you speak more. And again, mm. I want to encourage people to drive, dive straight in, right? And mm. view every interaction as an engagement. Because it is, right? When mm. I'm on stage, it doesn't feel like there are 70 people in front of me. There are 100 people in front of me and I'm speaking to these people or are they listening to me? Mm. It, feels like, it feels like what I'm doing with you now. We're having a conversation. We're just uh, chatting, yeah. Fourth part in that expressing not to impress but to impart. Um, and a tip for nerves. So those are the practical tips. Then just a tip for nerves. I think it's probably been said a lot of times, but when you stand on the stage, the majority of the audience, sorry there, wants you to succeed, right? Yeah. They genuinely do. They genuinely want you to win. And you'd have to do a very bad job yeah. for you to even be remembered by those people 10 seconds after the engagement. Yeah. So if you, if you don't go well, they're probably going to forget, right? Yeah. Um, mm. A lot of people are worried about their kids, there's work, there's money, there's that, and who's going to remember? Things, man. Yeah, you're not going to remember for the whole day this one person. Exactly. No. Tell more, voice note more, and speak more. That's Love that's that. my concise. Idea. Love that. So tell tell us a little bit about how you became a, a youth ambassador, right? And um, how does that also fit in with your with your overarching purpose? Yeah. So the the, the global youth ambassador lisps. The Global mm. Youth Ambassadorship um, came as a result of just advocacy work, right? I, I went on the, on the Their World website. Someone yeah. talked about them. And what they do is they look at goal four, which is to educate um, young people and to try and make education more accessible. And yeah. if you look at the purpose, it's to inspire and edify those around me. And education is about yeah. inter and moral development right mm. and so this with the purpose um I'm, I'm, I'm able to i have a specific sphere of influence with high schoolers primary schoolers um yeah. relatives or otherwise and so i was like to, I, that's how i took the ambassadorship for me to yeah. be able to make education a bit more accessible um to young ones and also because i am uh, an advocate for education right yeah mm. and i think they, there's a need for African voices in education. And no. when I say voices, I mean people who are going to lead, for instance, with storytelling, you know, mm -hmm. as a mechanism of research. People who are going to lead with, with, with human-specific outcomes in their research. And, their and so mm -hmm. that's why I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a youth ambassador. It's for education. I love that. I really, really love that. So as a, as a final... Uh, point we we have come to the end of our of our chat Ooh. but uh i i want to give you an opportunity to you know last words that you want to tell to all people who are listening to this mm. um watching this live right now watching it on the youtube channel or listening mm. to the podcast um when they do listen to it your your final your final piece of advice to everybody yeah. listening look First and foremost, I want to thank you for giving us your time. I think time is the, the biggest commodity we all have. 
Thank you so much for allowing us to serve. Thank you so much for allowing us to to deliver value. And we really hope that we did deliver value. Yeah. Um, hope your notebooks are full. And if they're not, you revisit and you watch it again or you listen to it again. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not big on advice because um, I, I genuinely think that one's life journey is a personal thing. Um, but I am big on just not necessarily advice, but just gems that you can learn from people. I started off by saying, I'm a student of life. Everything that I am and ever will be is the result of my environment and everything that I absorb, right? Mm-hmm. I've learned a great deal from people around me. I've learned a great deal from family members, friends, loved ones, strangers even, you know? Um, so if anything, my what, I, what I'd like to put out there is just listen, you know? Listen, listen, listen. People are very insightful. Even... And, and this is not hierarchically based, and I've learned to realize this. Man, I've had the most interesting, most intellectual conversations with security guards, bro, you know? Yeah. Um, with, with, with people of all ages, all occupations, all races, it's all been insightful. And mm. the blessing when you interact with people and you want to learn from people is that you can just literally discard what you don't agree with, you can yeah. discard what you don't want to use, and you can just throw it out, right? Um, yeah. Conversation with your your Afrikaners who do, don't necessarily um, vibe with us, right? Mm. Um, but I go into the conversation with the, the, the a learner's mind, right? Um, with teachable spirit, um, mm. and I grab whatever I can and whatever's toxic, I chuck it out. And if I address it, I'll address it at that point in time. And if they listen, then blessings. If they don't, then sorry. Um, mm. But like, just listen, just listen, listen, listen. You learn a great deal from people. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's my, my, my parting words. Not advice, okay. really. Just, just me sharing my life story. But, but wise words, wise words. <laughs> Tavani, this has been uh, amazing. I, I have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this. I, I love your energy, man. Your, your energy is something to behold. And uh, it's... it's <laughs> It's it's certainly so unique. I feel like I've met you, even though we've never met, Dude. right? And like yeah. I I I hope that uh, one day in the in the very near future, once we're allowed to go outside and you know all those things, we we can definitely so, actually meet in person. A lot of people yeah. don't know that uh, you you're a guest to Instagram at the moment. You actually Dude. didn't have Instagram <laughs> before this. And I actually managed to convince you to come on to Instagram Live. So uh, <laughs> thank you so much for uh, coming on to Instagram, first of all, and then um, yeah. on to Impactful Conversations as well. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed um, the lessons that I think you've, you've, you've shared. Um, the, the power of, of, of what you've told us is something we shouldn't underestimate. And I think, you know, I'll be listening to this back myself. Um, you know, I'll be listening to the podcast and making sure um, that I actually have my notebook next to me. The only problem is I'm live with you, so I can't have my notebook, right? So, but um, I'm definitely going to listen to this again. I think you've imparted so much knowledge. Um, and I think this discussion has has really, really crystallized those sort of three things that we spoke about in terms of purpose, slashing, and anthropogenic engineering. But overall central um almost accord in accordance with your purpose um you know to to inspire and to edify those within your circle of influence and i think you have lived that 
in this in this conversation. I I look forward to uh, an episode 2.0 with you. Come on. Uh, I I really do look forward to that. We must do that again, right? This is just the beginning. Uh, there's, there's lots of stuff which I'm sure lots of people would love to ask and love yeah. for us to chat through. So that's definitely coming in the in the future. I'd love to have that. But um, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. This was amazing, man. Absolutely amazing. Brother, thank you so much for giving me the platform to serve and what you're doing right now is phenomenal, man. Like you're giving knowledge to the masses, right? You're, you're, you're Thanks, literally man. an evangelist. Um, <laughs> I the work that you do. Um, and thank you to someone for, for, to everyone for giving us their time. Yeah. Um, time is a huge commodity. Thank you for joining us. You've been part of this experience and you've made it a blessing to us as well. Um, yeah. Because it gives purpose to what we do, right? Yeah. Uh, we could have had this conversation on WhatsApp, on a WhatsApp call. But yeah, that's it. And everyone that's came it. through. And I just want to mm. thank everyone for that. Um, and not to mismanage glory. It's not I, but Christ, man. Um, Love that. Trust to God. Um, that. I'm, just a, I'm just a mere vessel. Yeah. Yeah. But until next time, Tavani, thank you so much. I uh, hope that you stay safe. Hope that you stay healthy. Perfect. And I, I look forward to, to meeting you in person one day again soon. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, brother. Have a good evening. Wow. Thank you very much for tuning in and listening to the episode. I hope that you enjoyed that, that you impacted positively, and that you found substance and significance whilst listening to the show. To stay up to date with the latest episodes, please subscribe to the podcast and give it a five-star rating. You can also check out and subscribe to my episodes in video format on the Impactful Conversations YouTube channel. Just head over to YouTube and search Impactful Conversations. Thank you to all of you who've listened and subscribed. It really does mean an incredible deal to me. But anyway, until the next episode, bye-bye. Stay safe, stay healthy, and wash your hands.